Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm a very sleepy boy, Miles. And I'm and I'm just excited about about all that we have accomplished. Uh, my name is Mars. Uh, Stacked on. Yeah. Uh, just as an addendum, mm-hmm. just in case, my name is Mars. Uh, this is a podcast where each and every week we rediscover what makes music so special. And this week... Oh, this week? Oh, this week. Th- this week's a little bit fun because... Uh, as if, as if we don't try to make every episode fun. Sometimes episodes of the show aren't like the most fun. <laughs> you know, sometimes we get a little bit more serious. Yeah, sometimes um, we we sit down and we talk about the fundamental disregard of human rights. Right. Yeah. Um, but this episode, we're talking about uh, uh, covers that we like more than the original. Yeah. And also the original. Yeah, just just for uh, for reference. Yeah, just so you know, we we know where we were and we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So Miles. So Miles. Something pretty amazing just happened. Perhaps something about three ish hours ago. About three three and some change hours ago. Because we went a bit over time. We just wrapped up the Lunar Light 24-hour stream uh, for that raised uh, 2,230-something dollars uh, for for the Pride Center of New Jersey. And it's insane. It's, it's incredible. It, it really is. Um, like, I, I just, like, I was only really there for a little bit of the stream, um, you know, uh, for about four hours in the, uh, dark hours of the night, uh, and then, you know, uh, at the i was there at the end for all the jackbox stuff it was such an amazing stream and uh and uh, like we raised a a fuck ton of money for a really cool cause yeah it was so wonderful like we're so lucky to be part of a network with such like hilarious and like genuine people um oh yeah every segment that i tuned in for was just like really just funny and and beautiful and uh yeah i was on and we we played some like chill out relax stuff we we played some Gone Home uh, with Alex and mm-hmm. Blue, um, and then Penny came on for some Stardew Valley, and Ray came in at the end. It was really lovely. Yeah, it like honestly, this whole this whole endeavor has been just so incredible to to be a part of. And you know, if you missed out, most of it is archived. Mm-hmm. Some of it isn't. That was a bit of a hiccup. There was a bit of a hiccup at the start. Uh, you can also still contribute uh, if you would so like. Uh, I believe that the Streamlabs link still works. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long that's going to be active, but what I am for sure about is that you can. There is a T Public link. Uh, we'll have already retweeted it. There is a Teespring link where you can find a. Uh, there's a T-shirt. It comes in a in a women's fit and a tank top. A hundred percent of the proceeds from the T-shirt also go towards the Pride Center of New Jersey. Uh, and the design is the Lunar Light logo, but it's got the pride flag in it it's the philadelphia pride flag very importantly um which is very cool and uh you know it's it's the lunar light logo but you know 
But fun. Uh, but fun. It's more. It's it's even gayer than the the usual logo is. Exactly. And uh, it's it's really really pretty. Uh, mm. Ross uh, uh, Gearson uh, did the did the art for that, um, and did all of the art for the the stream, uh, except for all of the vile images that I had Marble put on stream. Yeah, you really did do some vile shit. Uh, especially, especially uh, in the a.m. hours. Um, yeah. Uh, around the Kingdom Hearts uh, portion of the stream. Yeah, I don't like Stonald. Uh, oh my god, Stonald is um, is my new OTP. Fully. No Expect one liked fan it. Fiction. No one liked it. <laughs> Least of all marble. Um, yeah, no, I it, like. Uh, yeah, it's so cool. Know. Over two thousand dollars to Over help. Over two thousand like, fucking dollars. You know, like it's, kids it's, that it's don't have a safe place to be, or or just kids that need that little bit of extra support. It's wonderful. A place to hang out. Like we are keeping the lights on there for them. Yeah, the and the president of New Jersey does a bunch of amazing stuff. Um, more than I'm going to get into right now, but they do stuff like free and private uh, hiv screenings they do clothing swaps so that like kids can come in and and dress how they want to dress inside the building uh even though they can't do that at home or in the streets um it's it's yeah it's a it's a very cool uh very wonderful uh cause and uh and honestly if you just pick up the t-shirt like it's like just such a great design on its own yeah you know and then you can feel good because all of the money except well teespring takes a cut i'm sure but oh, sure. Uh, all of all of the money after that goes to charity mm-hmm. uh, to this charity specifically anyway hey Mars. Hi! Hey, Mars. Yeah. Gay rights. Gay rights. Uh, Trans rights also. We've really gay-righted some gay wrongs this past 24 hours. It's true. It's true. All All right. So, Mars. So, Miles. I know that you were kind of, I don't know, not struggling, but like you were thinking pretty hard about what you would like to bring. I do not like covers. Just in pretty general much, or for Pretty reason. much full stop. Not, I guess my reason is that like covers and especially like remixes of of established songs. Like my, my problem with remixes generally is that it's like, oh, we got rid of all of the interesting production on the song and just put a trap beat over it. Honestly, um, I agree. That's, yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that at all. Um... But my thing with covers is that, like, I feel like it. they usually just don't capture the, the same sort of feel that the original song was going for, or they're just not as good or compelling to mm-hmm. me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't generally like covers. Yeah. But I was out walking Winston one day, and I had a thought. I was like, oh... Oh, I know exactly what I'm going to bring. Mm-hmm. And it might be a tiny bit controversial, but I don't give a fuck, really. <laughs> we are controversial on this podcast. You do have a what the fuck We're fucking controversial on this podcast, okay? Um, so my pick for a cover that I like more than the original I'm on the edge of my seat. is... We should. I, I thought. Here's the thing. We agreed to not do that because it doesn't sound good, and then I did it. So it for sure does. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my pick is "This Is Halloween" 
by Marilyn Manson. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I fucking love this cover. Um, I don't, I don't have to fucking justify myself. Damn straight. This this cover is somehow even more goth than the original. It slaps harder than anything ever. And Night Pro Before Christmas already birthed a whole generation of goths. Like, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a hot topic staple at, like, and will be forever. Um, it sure did. Basically. It is like, it is its own iconography, you know what I mean? Like, kids yeah. have almost certainly, even like I for a certain period of time, because I didn't watch it until I think I was a teenager the Nightmare Before Christmas, I just understood it as that is Jack Skellington from an animated claymation movie sure sure that there's a difference but you know mm-hmm. an animated movie and i was like i haven't seen it but i understand that that is a fun skull man <laughs> yeah and that's goth uh, as fuck what because now of course you have seen it what are your general thoughts on nightmare before christmas oh my god i actually was feeling like re-watching it recently um Half because uh, lately my friends and I have been multiplayer star doing, and I, because I always mishear one of the lines as wet from all the spiders from Blink 182's I Miss You, and so I just kept yelling wet from all the spiders, and then I just had the hun- hankering for The Nightmare Before Christmas, and I really enjoyed the movie. I think it has a very cute aesthetic. Tim Burton has some weird, questionable choices sometimes. I'm not really sure yeah. about him as a person, but I think it's a cool like it's a fun moment like it's so like campy goth it's so fun yeah very yeah, scene for, kid 2005 for me like the two movies that i think really established like my whole aesthetic mm-hmm. like are are like nightmare nightmare before christmas every time i say nightmare before christmas i want to say nightmare in elm street and it's so not it's not it's not it's not that. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas and Beetlejuice. Oh, fuck yeah. That is peak camp goth. Yeah. Beetlejuice is a... Well, don't say it again. It's... You're you're right. I gotta be careful. It's a... Um, it's a mostly fantastic movie. <laughs> One of the actors in it, you know, turned out to be a really, really shitty person. Big bitch. And also the sort of you know, relationship or, or like the, the, the way that Beetlejuice, here's the thing, right? Like, obvi- like in the movie, the way that Beetlejuice preys on, um, Lydia, Lydia. Thank you. I knew it was an L name. Uh, the way he preys on Lydia is like clearly portrayed as like a bad thing. Lydia mm. is portrayed as like, you know, not she's, into it. like, well, she's not into it, but also she's like, you know, like kind of, like she's taken in by this the world of the ghosts mm. like the the land of the dead and like she's she wants to be a part of it and it's it's this whole thing anyway beetlejuice is great but is. um you know in the movie beetlejuice is like so very much portrayed as such such a clearly bad dude yeah that's like no mistake, beetlejuice you know. is He's fun to watch on screen, but also to the point of like, like, oh, like, yeah, just oh, he's, gross. like, like, he's, sleazeball. He's, he's a total sleazeball, which is why it's so weird that there's a whole Beetlejuice cartoon where he and Lydia are like buddy cop. Yeah. And it's like, 
a touch romantic a little bit it's so it's so weird i don't i don't like the i've never seen the beetlejuice cartoon and maybe it's like well written and all of that i just don't like it on the premise alone yeah i'm also never sure like i don't know their ages but i'm never sure about like immortal or like undead beings with like younger people i liked it when i was younger because like i romanticized the idea you know like the twilight i've been sure. alive for a, I don't know how old it is, is, a hundred and something years. Um, and mm-hmm. she's, I don't know, 16. Uh, yeah, it's not great. It's not, super not good. Yeah, it, it seemed romantic because you're like, oh my god, they were alive for all this time and they chose me. I'm the best person they've met. And really, it just feels kind of creepy. The best example yeah. of that is in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, where actually two examples is one is uh, the, like, I think he's like 300 or something um and he's still in love with this woman he met like uh 80 years ago um and she's like fully 92 like old woman um and he's like some people may call me a cradle snatcher and he he looks like he's 30 um it's like but i love her and it's just like that sort of like playing on that whole trope and then also two girls that were turned before they were 18 uh just catfish pedophiles so that they could kill them (laughs) and everyone was like nice (laughs) yeah totally off anyway anyway beetlejuice is great and i want to watch it again let's watch it um we should watch it because beetlejuice rules but I've said it so many times, and he hasn't fucking shown up. Honestly, disappointing. It's probably because he was eaten by that sandworm. Two stars. Spoilers, oh, I yeah. guess. Has hey, I need. Has Ray seen? Has Ray seen? Ooh, has Beetlejuice? Ray seen Beetlejuice? Has Ray seen Beetlejuice? Has Ray seen Beetlejuice? Ooh, hold check on, the episode hold backlog. On. Hold on. I'm. I'm. I've. 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 I've asked, and if. Here's the thing. If Ray hasn't seen Beetlejuice... That's your guest episode. I want to be on that episode. Fuck yes. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> go listen to mock footage, please. I'm begging you. Okay. So, so. So. This is Halloween. <laughs> I'm for Christmas. Yeah, this is Halloween. So, yeah. I, I, I do want to be clear. I like... The, the original version of the song is still excellent it's fantastic it's um like honestly they are they're so close in quality to me that like they're both must listens like like if you're making a fucking halloween playlist i think you gotta have both of these Mm -hmm. both uh kind of have the pros and cons and uh i think before we get into that let's give both of them a listen let's start with the original yeah uh the original version is officially credited to the citizens of halloween oh that's very cute aren't you scared well that's just fine say it once say it twice take a chance and roll the dice right with the moon in the dead of night everybody scream everybody scream Halloween, 
So that shit's fucking tight. Of course. That fucking rules. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, one of the biggest draws of this song is its ensemble cast. It's very musical-esque. I mean, it is mm-hmm. a musical. Um, and that's something that's sort of missing from the Marilyn Manson version. But I don't think it's missing that much just because of what Marilyn Manson brings to the table. But we'll get into that yeah. in a second. What are your general thoughts on this song? I mean, it slaps. It of fucking course. slaps, of course. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's incredible. Again, it is that like musical goth campness of mm-hmm. of early two thousand sort of nineties ish uh, animated movies. I really oh, like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so now let's get into the Marilyn Manson version, mm-hmm. which I I know that I said that I kind of like them equally, but I think that I do have to give to the edge to Marilyn Manson. I mean, I guess <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't be here, but. But, like, to be yeah. honest, this was probably the only cover that I was going to... Because it's one of the only covers that I actually like. I get that. Like, at all. Um, yeah, let's let's give the Marilyn Manson version a quick listen, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's get in on it. So I must tell you that during both versions, during listening the both listens, uh, mm-hmm. I was fucking jamming out and I was uh, mouthing along. Uh, Me too. And I was just like having a great fucking time. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you. Please. Who's your favorite member of Halloween Town? Oogie Boogie. Um, Do you love Oogie Boogie? I mean, Oogie Boogie is fucking great for sure. Um, I'm looking all up all those little shitty kids. <laughs> I'm looking up all the Halloween Town residents. Yeah, because um, there's one that I like a whole lot. I mean, honestly, it might be Zero. I do love Zero. I'm a big fan of the um, of the Big Tree. Mm-hmm. There's a couple in here in this list. So there's there's the Melting Man, of course. We all know of and course. love the Melting Man. There's the Skeletal Rooster. Uh, there's the Bug Army. No. Undersea Gal. Oh, yeah, Undersea Gal. Oh, she's great. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I've, I found him. I found my favorite. Who is he? The Harlequin Demon. Ooh. Send me that JPEG. Yeah, let me send you a tasty JPEG of the Harlequin Demon. I do love all clown-adjacent activities. I don't know how clowny the Harlequin Demon is. Just aesthetically, Harlequin. But I do, not very Harlequin-esque. Yeah, it's pretty much just like the little spiky. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that a lot. It's so cute. I love that the top half of his head is completely separated from the bottom half of his head. That's so fun. That is genuinely very scary. 
Like, yeah, it's gross to think about. It's like they do a very good job of making these like, at like I don't know the way that the the town is populated. Like I I just love all of them. Mister Hyde is in there. I love that it's just that there are a bunch of other little Mister Hydes under under his hat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They did a great job of populating the world and making it seem like a fleshed out concept. Mm-hmm. Who's the so? Oh yeah, the Cyclops. Sorry, I'm just getting into it now. So, yeah, so the original, obvious, I was talking about it earlier, has more of the sort of ensemble sort of feel to it. It's like, the idea is that it's like actually happening, which I also find interesting because Oogie Boogie is like part of the song and like he's a mm-hmm. Halloween Town resident, but he's also like, like Jack doesn't like him, like even before <laughs> the movie starts. I mean, you don't have to like everyone you live next to. And he also, like, you know, he doesn't live in the town. He lives, like, implied distance away, just still in the same Mm -hmm. world. Um... I, I don't know. I, I, I find it funny to think of, of Oogie Boogie as like a citizen of Halloween Town. I don't know yeah, why. He does like, feel like, separate. Like, like Oogie Boogie could just pop down to the shops or whatever. <laughs> Oogie Boogie gone buy orange juice for sure. Yeah. Oogie Boogie gone buy orange juice and um, what are bugs like? Oh, the bugs. Other bugs dirt. mostly, which is a thing. Fruit sometimes. Yeah, fruit, dirt. Dirt. Love dirt. Um, so that's those are the sort, of, the sort of errands that uh, Oogie Boogie is is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Maryland vi- version, you know, he sort of he changes his voice as the song goes on to sort of like imitate that, like you know, all of the different townspeople coming together to sing the song. But it's also kind of just his whole style anyway. So for sure. For me, the main difference on why I like the original, or why I like the Marilyn Manson version more than the original, comes down to two very slight things. Minor, minor things. Um, one, I just like the backing track to the Marilyn Manson version better. The yeah. uh, original is kind of bare bones. That intro is fantastic, though, but the rest of it is is kind of, you know, bare bones. Yeah, it's meant to accompany a visual. For sure. And I think that Marilyn Manson has slightly better delivery on some of the lines. Um, but other than that, uh, also, I like that there's this little touch in when he's saying, I am the who when you call who's there. Um, in the background, you can hear a second ghostly voice saying who and who's there when he says it. Yeah. And it's just very cool. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of little touches in the Marilyn Manson version that really make it feel that it's like really like try and make something with this like Hmm. make it their own make it but like also pay complete respect to the original yeah it's like we were talking about earlier with campy gothness yeah it's still like it's very camp like you know we were talking about like putting on the voices and like you know getting really enthusiastic and really into it it's still very much a part of it but it's still like a creepy weird song yeah absolutely yeah and you want to know why I have a special attachment to this song. Go ahead. Also, everyone's a normie until you break out the Marilyn Manson This Is Halloween cover, and then everyone's seen again. Um, But I have, so what I did secretly, instead of watching the video that Mars sent me, was uh, I watched... <laughs> this was my first ever exposure to This Is Halloween to uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas, 20 of that. Uh, And it was also my first ever AMV, and it is a Soul Leader AMV. 
And oh. I had no idea what this song was. And I was like, what is this? Why is this happening? So I looked it up. It has 20, almost 20 million views on YouTube. Um, Came out in 2012. So I was like 14, 2015. Um, fucking crazy. Uh, it's still a slapping AMV. <laughs> still fucks. Uh, and it and it really like fits the aesthetic of the show again of like yeah for sure campy campy weirdness. I wish Soul Eater was good. I wish Soul Eater was like reflecting on it better. Like yeah. when I watched it when I was younger, I was like, this is fucking great because I again I was seen and I loved like little goth things and the the campiness of it. Yeah, uh, and then trying to watch it as a twenty one year old, I was like, oh man, <laughs> not dunk. It's it's not the nostalgia value is there. Not aesthetically, it's mostly very good, and then everything else, yeah, is yeah. It's just like a a, relying on like sexual harassment. Yeah, like there's a lot. There's a lot of that. It's super not good. Not great. Um, Uh, But anyway, yeah, like this. That was my first exposure to uh, to this is Halloween, and and I I loved it as soon as I heard it. So very exciting to get to listen to it again. Yeah, I I fucking I don't know. I nightmare nightmare before Christmas. Is a fucking stone cold classic. I agree. And I will hear nothing else next. <laughs> well, my song. No. <laughs> uh, Miles, I. It is my turn. Huh? I, I, yeah, I've, I've said all that I can say about, about, uh, this is Halloween. Yeah. So, so, so. So. Yes. I quite enjoy covers. Um, but again, it's like we were talking about before. Like, even when a band is good, they can still do a shitty cover. Oh, it doesn't for sure. mean it's gonna like sometimes like the genre isn't quite like like you can definitely change the genre of a song or you can like move into that genre for a song but sometimes it just doesn't work mm-hmm. just doesn't function for the for the song this time around I think the genre change was vastly improved uh, with the cover um, and uh, and just like the inherent uh, queerness of the cover I will be sharing um, which is let my baby stay original by Mac DeMarco and covered by Amanda Stenberg. Okay. Names. I, Stenberg. I barely know anything about either of those people uh, mm-hmm. and I've never heard of the song. So. 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 <laughs> so. I think, um, yeah, let's listen to the Ridge first. By the way, I know fucking nothing about Mac DeMarco. <laughs> I did some research. This is the one and only Mac DeMarco song I've heard, I think. I okay. could not tell you if I've heard a different one. Didn't, isn't Mac DeMarco the one who came out... Ripped off Mitski. Right. He he came out with an album that had Cowboy in the name of the album, and then his hit, yes. ho- his hit song off of it was Nobody. Yes, I think it was like, Here Comes the Cowboy? Hang on. Something like that. I, don't, I, I could not... This will be my first first exposure to Mac DeMarco um, and I have no idea what to expect from like genre wise or anything oh hey Mars yeah knowing you uh, you're not gonna like it <laughs> you're not gonna like it okay. I barely like it <laughs> I'm barely, like, I get in and out with, like, musical moods, sure. and I'm just, like, not in the mood for soft boy right now. Oh, he's a soft boy? He's a soft boy. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. We only like hard boys around here. <laughs> I couldn't get through that. All I right, mean, let's did. give this- you did Let's get give this softie a listen. This, the fucking album is called Salad Days. I like that. <laughs> okay. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> 
I don't know why. I don't know the context. I just like when people call their album stupid shit. Sure. All right. Let's give this song a whittle listen. Let's do it. And it will be whittle. And I will not take offense if you just go on Twitter while listening to it, because not a lot happens in the song. It doesn't go a lot of places. Oh, fun. You're really selling it up. I'm really selling it. Again, I prefer the cover. As far as I can tell, she's happy. Living with her. God, it's just going to be 30 seconds of fucking fade out. <laughs> Told you. I fucking hate these extended fade outs. Me too. That's my issue with, um, uh, I, I, I love Childish Gambino, but, um, uh, me and your mama, like the outro is like two minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Fu- I, fu- anyway, I right. really don't like long outros. You might've heard mm. while. Do you yawn in the middle? <laughs> me do a big yawn in the middle. I'll say about a minute 40 in. <laughs> About a minute for the end, yeah. That was so fucking boring. <laughs> it's a, it really doesn't go many. I'm gonna. Places. Here's what I'm gonna say to you, Miles. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking go anywhere. Yeah, it's it, it pretty ha- much it, just sat down, huh? It, it sat down in the middle of a field and then was like, "Fuck it, this is a good resting place. I'm gonna stay here." Yeah, I I like certain aspects of it. Like I like the clack, the clackers in the background, and the sort of like gentle. It's maybe like a marimba or something, uh, sort of uh, intermittently in, in the background as as the percussion. I yeah. like that, so it isn't just acoustic guitar, uh, even though. Somehow, somehow, it being like it, the more the added stuff makes it more boring. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. <laughs> Just like you could have done, like you showed the aptitude for being able to add more, and then you didn't. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it could it could have been something. You just stopped at a certain point. You were like, "Good enough." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't really go out there, did you? No, no, no. So, um, yeah, I don't like, I don't hate this version, but it's not. Like, I do. I, I feel like it's kind of it's music, you know, like like elevator music. Yeah, like it's background. It's not. Yeah. It's not foreground. Like Has somebody made usually... a fucking vaporwave remix of this. I'd listen Certain. to that. Let me look. <laughs> I, I, I'd listen to that. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Is that like if it was more pushed electronic, or it was pushed way more like not even folky because it's not like really folky. It's just sort of indie. Um, I don't know. Hang on, I'm gonna look up if there's a vaporwave cover. <laughs> Oh, there's a chill out version, and there's a there's a there's a reverb and slowed version, which it doesn't need to be any slower. But yeah, I'm not gonna listen to either of those. But could you do a quick like 30 seconds on either of them and just give me a little taste? Oh yeah, like <laughs> wait, so you don't want to hear them? But you... <laughs> no, 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 just like listen to them for like 30 seconds each, and just like report okay. back. You're okay, you're, we'll you're, you're you're the you're the um, you're the infield investigator. Thank you. Um, I do like some some chill hop and stuff, so that's fine. This is, is already. Ch- League's better. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just because it's fun. Just because uh-huh. it's fun production. It's, it is going forever, though. Oh, no. <laughs> it hasn't even gotten to the lyrics yet. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. It's one of those. 
I feel like I should skip ahead a bit. Yeah, maybe do. Okay, here we go. You know what? Yeah? It got worse when it actually started the song. <laughs> it got worse? Okay. <laughs> like, it's 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 honestly like a great metaphor because this person could have just made a really fun chill hop song, mm-hmm. but they had to make a chill version of Magda Marker, and it made both of them worse. <laughs> Like, the bit at the beginning was, like, really fun, and I was like, ooh, I'm grooving to this, and then he came in, and I was like, oh, man, ruined it. <laughs> so let's see if the slowed and reverbed is any oh, good. Let's, let's, let's see. It's a certain vibe, but it's kind of just very similar. Mm, sure. It's kind of more beachy. Okay, sure. It's, it's a bit more, um... Yeah, like a campfire on the beach sort of vibes, I guess. The other one was a bit more like sitting in a field sure. vibes. But um, yeah, again, I don't hate this. And like, obviously, I'm documented to like, you know, sort of indie folky stuff sometimes. Um, And I'm just not in the headspace for it. And generally, when I look for songs and the songs I attach myself to are ones I can uh, see the music video or I can see the AMV in my yeah, head. Sure, sure. I can imagine in the scenario that it is in the background of um or or in the like the narrative of uh and with this i just can't really get there it's just not quite there enough it's not gripping enough i can't concentrate on it so um, with that in mind with that in mind a, a version i think does kind of get that is amanda stenberg's version now you uh, saying kind of does not make me 100 percent confident okay it makes it significantly better okay this came out about a month ago it was may oh no sorry i misread it may 10th 2017 not 2019 um but 2017 uh and it has more views than the original hell yeah <laughs> fuck yeah that's what i fucking fuck love yeah. is when like like i think it is an incredible power play to make a a, a cover that is better and then more popular. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like... It's a power move. It's a fucking power move to, like, be more known for a song than the, its creator. Oh, like, um, I Will Always Love You, mm-hmm. covered by Whitney Houston, originally by Dolly Parton. Or fucking Johnny Cash's Hurt. Yeah. God damn. Anyway, so, without further ado, let's give Amandla's version a little listen. Let's do it. Oh, it's so much shorter. It is. It's so... Uh, listen, it's so much shorter. <laughs> it's almost half as short. It's okay, almost anyway. half as fucking short. Holy shit. And the music video is cute. Okay. Oh, a beat. Finally a beat. We found it. That was very gay. So, yeah. 
It was, wasn't it? So, Amandla, uh, you may recognize them as uh, Rue from The Hunger Games. Um, oh! Pretty cool. They are a non-binary lesbian. They use they-them pronouns. Oh, shit. Um, so they make fucking incredible music. Uh, and I've been following them for a little bit because they came out, I think, a couple years ago. Sort of, like, being in the queer community has sort of, like, developed, like, sort of started initially identifying as bisexual, then sort of moved, like, hey, no, I think I dress like women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also saying I much prefer like I'm much more comfortable with they them pronouns um so yeah sort of shifted a bit uh I think they look really cool I think they have a great aesthetic they do Um, they do absolutely also just like pride month vibes I like just only bringing queer artists this month (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like this is the thing right is that like it's still like a very chill song like you know they didn't do like an over-the-top like totally different genre change um but it was that addition of like a decent beat and some like change throughout the song and just of, like, speeding the... it the fuck up yeah and like the the bridge and the chorus just sounding better and also like there is something much better about the the queer tenderness of it mm-hmm. of much more like it's much more poignant to say like don't take my baby away when you know you're you're in a queer relationship and it's uh, yeah. more like you know this it's more like clandestine and like you know this is the person I have like I don't know if I'm going to be able to find a another one uh so i think it's like a lot better also side note when i was googling about mac demarco apparently he filmed his friend jerking off at a party full of minors so not what? especially great wait not what? like a cool dude what the fuck i know that whole situation seems so, bad yeah entirely that whole, like that, whole, that seems th- like every action taken in that situation was a, a bad move not great because like he he's this weird like he looks kind of like gutter punky and like you know is is sort of like you know loud mouthy bad attitude sort of person does very soft boy songs from what i can tell but like i just i'm not he seems like he has a bad attitude and yeah. not in a, like a fun way I'm, I'm and not just in. like a, you're a shithead way i'm not in mac demarco can fuck off yeah mac demarco can fuck off mac, um, mac demarco and... can fuck off but uh amandela stenberg is um Clearly fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, A true moment of, like, not only black excellence, mm -hmm. but lesbian excellence. Just, like, taking something, upping it to the next level, giving it that 90s flair with, like, a very simple music video. Mm -hmm. Also, when you do a cover, like, you have no obligation to do a music video. And they were like, fuck it. I'm going to do a music video. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to make this proper. They are, um, this is my first sort of... Uh, knowledge of them, but I feel like I can safely say that uh, they're a fucking queer icon. Yeah, we stand. Um, they are a well-documented, like, uh, intersexual feminist, and, like, they regularly go to rallies and, like, donate to charities and stuff. Like, they're a really genuinely great and fantastic member of the community. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. We fucking stand an icon. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving this song, for sure. Hell yeah. Again, I when I'm in the mood for something chill, this is much more the style I go for. You still have some beat and you still have something to like latch onto, but it's it's dreamy, it's fun, it's a bit like the internet, sort of. I like it. Not the concept, the band. <laughs> just just the concept of the internet. Very chill. Anyway. Anyway. Hell yeah. Uh my favorite cover. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You know, I think it's also a great thing because I didn't even know it was a cover until, like, I, I was looking into it. Sure. That's when you know it's good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I, I love cishet erasure. And take- take Fuck yeah. Take that out of context. I don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'll say that out of context all I want. Uh, except for Joe. Okay. Joe is okay. Joe's good. <laughs> and my mom. Um, anyway. We all have some treasured cis-heads in our life. Let's move on swiftly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, is, is that, is that what we got for this first half? Yeah. All right. Well, with that in mind, the ground begins to shake. Oh. And then the doorbell rings and you go, you go to answer the doorbell and still shaking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's still shaking everywhere. And all of your prized vases and with clown frescoes and all of your porcelain dolls um, are all falling on the floor and shattering. Oh, not the porcelain. And you are barefoot, but you make it to the door uh, without getting cut. And oh, you open yeah. the door. And who is that behind the door? It's the pizza delivery. And Oh, I see. And you take the box and you open the box. And what's inside? It's the break. The break. I haven't heard that name in years. You heard it last week, so. Well, okay. <laughs> Hi everyone. Welcome. Hey everyone. Welcome back. Hi. Welcome back. You, you. I missed you. We escaped the dark horrors of the break. Of the pizza box. Of the pizza box. It's so greasy. It's so greasy. We <laughs> actually. We fucking. I am craving pizza. It, it fucking the pizza came from goddamn Pizza Hut, and we did. I like. We mm. would never order Pizza Hut. Like. <laughs> yeah. But like Domino's is acceptable, but Pizza Hut, no. Yeah, I agree. Have you ever had, is it Domino's or Pizza Hut that do the vegan cheese? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't ordered from Domino's since since I was in the bad apartment. Since the 90s. No, that's valid. Yeah. Um, Guys, vegan cheese ain't great. But, anyway. But Domino's <laughs> is fucking cheap and, like, pretty yeah. decent. Exactly. When you just want, like, greasy pizza. And it's not even that. It's not, like. It's, it's not that bad. It's pretty greasy, but it's not the greasiest. It could be greasier. It could be way greasier. Um, anyway. <laughs> although, the pizza that I get now is, like, no grease. Oh, is it, like, a healthy pizza? I don't know if it's healthy, but it's, like, well, a, it's, healthy, a, but... it's a good pizza. It's, like, a well-made yeah. pizza. A high-quality pizza. Yeah. As a vegetarian, what's your favorite, like, vegetarian pizza oh, to get? I, ju- I just go with cheese normally, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like most vegetarians, like, I know just go with straight-up cheese. Like, they don't bother with, like, yeah, well, here, know, here's a vegetarian, quote-unquote, pizza. I, I, I feel like the vegetarian pizzas are, like... They're, they're too often filled with vegetables that, like, I don't like. And also, I don't necessarily trust a pizza place to have, like, good veg. And also, putting it yeah. in the oven just fucking wilts it. So, like... Yeah. Like, it's... it's I would just rather... I would just rather with the cheese. Sometimes... Sometimes, if I'm feeling spicy, I'll get, like, pineapple and bell pepper. Ooh, I fuck with that. Um, but I you, love but pineapple usually, on pizza. Yeah. Pineapple on pizza so is, is good, yes, for sure. It, it's really good. Anyway, it slaps. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Moz. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite song for the week? So my... Come here's in. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what I will tell you. What? Uh, is that my song is not not really new eh. and also uh, listen do you see the cops anywhere <laughs> also i will say that it is definitely a hundred percent a song you have heard okay interesting Am i, I supposed to guess <laughs> uh i mean you can but no 
Okay. I mean, do you want to guess? Do you want a hint? Is it? Oh, yeah, give me a hint. <coughs> oh, God. It's chucked out. Give me a hint. News. Okay. Is it a, a song? Is it a newsies song? It is not a newsies song. Okay. It, it was That's re- all I got. It was released in 2017, and there's a popular music video that was released in 2018. Is it our uh, Rose Colored Boy by Paramore? It's Rose Colored Boy by Paramore, yes. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, Moss. That was a shot in the dark. Hell yeah for the Paramore rep, though. Fuck yeah. So I've been listening to... I was going to say a lot of Paramore, but really... I'm mostly listening to Rose Colored Boy and Hard Times. Um, the rest You're of the album... You're in a very um, early 2000s mood this episode. A little bit, yeah. Um... Well, I mean, you say- This didn't come out in the early 2000s, but it's like, Paramore's an early 2000s band. Sure, yes. Um, And, you know, and and then this song is, like, hearkening back to, to like, more like the 90s. Um, Anyway, the rest- the rest of the album, which is um, After Laughter, which is a great name- but also, I don't, I don't, I, the rest of the album is good, but it's not like that as memorable as the first two songs. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but it's, it's like solid. It's a solid album, but these two songs, and I think especially Rose Colored Boy, are just fantastic. Yeah. Um, now, we are not going to be watching the music video. And it is one of those that like has, talking segments it's got an extra minute of of skits sure does and i just do not the music video is good if you took out all of the skits bullshit Mm -hmm. um so we're just gonna listen to to the song uh on its own so without further ado let's give a listen to rose colored boy by paramore So I'm on the Genius Lyrics page for this song, and mm-hmm. at the bottom, they always have their more on Genius uh, section, you know, here are the other articles, Here are what's, here's what you can find. Um, the first one is a video that, uh, that the title alone is maybe the least interested I could possibly be in just about anything. Uh-huh. And the title is... Post Malone and his acoustic guitar. (laughs) Is that it? That's it. That's it. Yeah, I ain't about it. (laughs) I'm not here for it. So Rose Colored Boy um, is the second song on After Laughter. um, And it fucking slaps. It sure does. The video is also fantastic. Um, it's got this newsroom feel. Like it's telling 70s. this seventies, even you know, there's some nineties stuff maybe also. Um, 
this this it's the aesthetic is is so choice for sure and it fair really and it very like much it. fits in with with the the sort of production on this song yeah um, yeah i love after laughter it is such a good album yeah for sure it's a very good album but like they really put the the best songs right at the top huh yeah they were um, like, you want this. You want this. You're here for this. And it's just like, cool, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it and go. Yeah. Um, so this song is sort of generally about like, like this, the main character, it's probably like a first person account from Haley Williams. Um, mm-hmm. But it's about how they just like are s- are feeling so pessimistic and um and just so down on the world and um not feeling confident in our chances not feeling confident in um in where the world is going and feeling sort of disenfranchised by people trying to tell her to be optimistic trying to tell her to look on the bright side and there's a lot of really like um really engaging and really um evocative lines in this song Uh, i mean the whole (laughs) chorus of course is a fucking classic but there's also um the bridge uh leave me here a little bit longer i think i want to stay in the car i don't want anybody seeing me cry now you say we got to look on the bright side i say oh maybe it maybe if you want to go blind you say my eyes are getting too dark now but boy you ain't ever seen my mind like yeah there's just a lot of really just evocative and great like lyricism in this song yeah i think Uh, they did a really fantastic job on on this album and this song specifically because it's it's a lot of these stories of like and i really like the the sort of genre slight shift uh into this more like indie-ish poppy sort of electro poppy style uh from the more rocky stuff they did um and I really like how all of the messages, even though they're like these very upbeat songs, like it's a lot of messages about like shit is really not great right now. And yeah. and I'm not doing okay. And I'm mentally like struggling a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like I really like uh, In the Middle is probably one of my favorites from this album. Um, and yeah, like with this song, it's this whole thing of like, listen, not all of us like can be so privileged as to be optimistic right now. And God, I know like ignorance is bliss and I wish that could be me. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be dumb and, and not care about these issues, but like it's affecting me right now mm-hmm. and I have to care about it. Um, and there's no way of ignoring it. And to think so is very ignorant. For sure. And it's very blind to issues. You know, I, I, I will say though, I'm, 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 tr- I'm really, as a person, trying not to be the, um, uh, the half-empty girl, you know, in this song. Like, yeah. I'm really trying to be optimistic and hopeful for the future, and I do have to have this sort of general confidence that that we will be all right. Um, yeah. Because if I if because if I don't, then I'm just gonna fucking be a goddamn lump. Yeah. I'm just gonna be a lump, and I'm not gonna be any good to anybody. 
No, I agree. And and it comes with the territory, like, after you've spent time being pessimistic, mm-hmm. you realize that it doesn't do anything different to being optimistic. Yeah. And it doesn't change other people's opinions of things that are happening. It doesn't change, like, events from occurring. So what you can do is look from, like, a positive to realistic standpoint and not to just say, like, the worst will happen. Yeah, um, that said, say, it might happen, but it might turn out yeah. well. That said, I totally do see myself in this song. I totally do like, especially like, I feel like if this song was released when I was in middle school, I probably wouldn't have liked it because I was like edgy at the time. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I, I would have, in retrospect, identified it re- really hard. Um, yeah. But like. I don't know, like, and also just this song sounds fucking good. Oh, it's good. And I love the, like, the low key. No pressure, just hang with me in my weather. Like, yeah, it's just so yeah. fun. It, the song is incredibly fun, but also, like, you know, it's, it's, it's such a fun, dancey bop that I can't mm-hmm. help but groove to every single time I hear it. But, you know, it's also got this, this sort of flip the script meaning on it um and it's not even it's not subtle about that no it's pretty overt yeah like it ain't subtext is fucking text Mm -hmm. um but you know it 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 wears that contradiction very well and i'm a big fan of the song and yeah a decent fan of the whole album. Yeah, Paramore is good at those dual meanings, I think. Absolutely. And yeah, as as someone who was a big fan of Paramore in the sort of primary school, high school, uh, sort of in-between scene phase moment, I definitely would have jammed out to this. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's all I've got to say on this one. Hey, I'm glad that you bought that song. I forgot about how much I really liked that song and that album. It's a fucking good song. Also... Um, Hard Times, the video for Hard Times, I don't think, because here's the thing, sometimes, um, sometimes I will, like, when listening to a song, I'll, like, try and think of what the music vi- like what my ideal music video would be mm-hmm. like there like with hard times um the music video i could literally not imagine a better music video for the song i honestly agree that little shot of her moving her head forward and pulling down her glasses to say hard times yeah. is so fucking iconic i love it miles Mars. What is your new favorite for this week? Okay, I am so excited to I'm... be able to share this song. Alright, okay. I'm really excited. Cause uh, um so this song mm-hmm. came out uh June twelfth, so a little over a week ago. Sure. Um and I it came up in my subscription because I'm subscribed to this artist and at first I was like, Oh, I can't even remember if I like this person's music, like if this was like, you know, a while ago or something. Uh so I didn't listen to it for a couple of days and then I listened to it and I was like, hey, this fucking slaps. And it does. And then I just went back and listened to a bunch of her music. Uh, so the song that I'm bringing is uh, called Religion in brackets, You Can Lay Your Hands on Me by Shura. Okay. And so um, keeping, yeah? I don't know who that is. Well, uh, I think her most popular song is What's It Gonna Be, which came out, I think, a couple years ago. I think it was, like, same year as Hayley Kyoko's Girl Like Girl, someone else, right? Mm. Um, 
But uh, so she is a uh, indie lesbian singer songwriter, uh, and it's just really fun. I think this is criminally underviewed and underlistened to it is such a good party jam. It is so good. Keeping in theme with Pride Month, I am only bringing gay artists. Come on. Get down with the sickness. Get, Hell yeah. Get, get, get down with the sickness. Get on. Get down with the sickness. I don't know the words very well. <laughs> no, no, no one does. So without further ado, I would love it if we could give this a little listen. Also, the music video is very fun. All right. So if you want to watch it too. Let's do that. Great. Sure. Party time, bitches. Casually vapes. Yep, hit that jewel. I didn't realize Haley Rose was in this video. Um, I fucking love that. Yeah, what you think? I fucking love that. I love Shura just being like the lesbian godmother, just sort of hovering over, like just just silently watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's like, like the well, les- like, lesbian guardian angel. Exactly right. Because when when I first watched it, I was sort of like. You know, like when you associate religion with queerness, like you you associate with the outsider and and with yeah. like pushing out from the church, and and so I had that connotation of like, oh no, is she gonna like catch them or like what's the narrative here? Yeah, the um, blindfold thing confused out, me. Yeah, that was a bit like I don't know what's happening, bro. <laughs> bro, I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> but it, it it ended in this whole like you know she was watching over and protecting them, mm. uh, and it sort of shows this message of like she is this like lesbian pope and. And these are her nuns that, like, you know, look after this, like, beautiful marble, like, huge grounds. And, uh, yeah. you know, they just hang out and like, read books. And I love that the nuns, like, have the option to wear, like, a fun jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> instead of a instead of a dress. Um and I love like it is so like it is a beautiful celebration of like the the desire and the wanting and like the gentle hand touches and like the moment where like they come together in front of the ugly wallpaper and mm-hmm. they kiss and then like the one of them pulls back and like kisses the other one's knuckles and it's like a yeah. genuine moment I, of I like love tenderness. The first kiss because like it so sells the whole first kiss thing. Because it's it so like, does. Cause Just like, like eyes open. Cause like, I don't know what's like, yeah, the eyes open, like, whoa, oh, <laughs> what oh, am this I is doing? Good. This is, this is good, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what's what going the fuck. On. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I fucking love that. Um, let's, let's send it to blue. Honest, honestly, honestly. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to send it. No, well, you should send it to blue. I will. Uh, because you found it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've stolen Miles' song <laughs> to send to Blue. No, I, I, I just love like you know what? We're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to. We'll both send it. We'll both send it at the same time. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I've, I've got the link. We're gonna send it at the exact same moment. Wait, hang on. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? On go. Okay. On go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. 
There it is. <laughs> so stupid. All right. <laughs> anyway, I um I love that this was released uh, during Pride Month, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and I love the combination of worship and and of religion with being queer and and having it be this positive, like not even a question that it's accepted. Like, yeah, of course, and and you know, like that fucking if, transition if you... from like them them kissing and it's kind of a private thing to yeah. instantly they're kissing and. And all like and Shuri's behind them, like like smiling and approving, and uh, yeah. and all of the nuns are kind of like partying, and it's just like fuck yeah, yeah, lesbianism, and like that symbol of them like getting together and like uh like as a, a pagan, I talked about this like uh when we had Andy Pandy on, uh but they did this thing uh with paganism, which is hand fasting, which I think you do in other, I think maybe Catholicism, I can't remember, mm-hmm. um but it is that like act of uh tying the hands together to show like instead of getting traditionally married that's what you do sure tie the hearts together Uh, Mm. and i thought that was like a beautiful symbol um of of yeah like tying them together Mm -hmm. and it's just this beautiful like and and it's also representative of the whole like you know living in a queer commune you know Mm -hmm. and just it's also open and loved at least slightly horny oh it's i would say deeply (laughs) i would say all of the pear moderately to severely horny (laughs) the pear stuff the egg stuff the egg really threw me for a loop um just like the flower the flower the the skewers Mm -hmm. uh shura just sort of vaping through the whole thing oh i love her just hitting the jewel yeah (laughs) i love that it looked like they were taking like (laughs) their school pictures Mm -hmm. (laughs) for a bit of it it just really sold it for me and i don't know why vapes this pope vapes this pope hey this cool young pope this cool pope this pope vapes fuck jude lord this pope vapes have you seen this fucking pope this pope vapes and is gay this pope knows what's fucking good yeah And uh, in in her other, like, quite popular music video, uh, What's It Gonna Be? It's this, like, 80s, 90s, like, coming-of-age, like, story with her twin brother. And Uh it's like, if you befriend this person, like, it's like, it starts off straight. It's like, if you befriend the boy, then I'll befriend the girl that you like. And then, Uh like, we can get inside info on them. And then they start falling in love, like, Uh with the, like, the two girls and the two boys. And it ends with, like, all of them just hanging out. And I was like, this this is so tender. I I want to watch that video. I we're gonna watch it after okay. we fucking wrap up. Honestly, right. it's right, so good. good. Uh, so uh, religion is going to be part of Shura's new album that comes out in August, uh, and it's called Forever, but uh, it's Forever Her ah, <laughs> uh, because sure. it's about uh, her long distance girlfriend and how much she loves her, which Aww. I think is really cute. Very <laughs> I'm cute. Like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Uh, and I found this really lovely quote about the album. I wanted to make something that was specific to my experience of being a queer woman that anyone of any gender or sexuality could look at and think, yeah, I understand, or that's beautiful. Uh, because that's all love is. And I was like, that's fucking tender. That's lovely. Yeah, that fucking, that fucking rules. I love um, it. I love Shura. I love this song. Remember when Twilight had a baseball segment? I do, and remember how, like, was it Supermassive Black Hole? I have no idea. They played a fucking slapper song over it, and everyone went, lost their shit. Well, I've never actually seen any of the Twilight movies. I mean, listen. I'm just aware. I was going to say, let's watch it, but, like... No, let's not. I'm good. It's... (sighs) 
It's so cheesy that, like, you, like, want to watch it for the cheese, but I don't want to watch it for, like, the racism. Right, (laughs) And the misogyny and the age gap. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with a friend. It would really mean a lot to us. Um, And uh, also, fucking leave us a rating on iTunes, coward. You (laughs) won't. Hold up the gun, coward. You won't. Do it. Do it. Um, Do it. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod or at our email at ArtGhostPod at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice! It's showtime! <laughs>